0: All right, so this is... Um, I believe it's called Mechanical Rain.
1: <laughs> uh, it, could, it could be.
2: All right, so during last session, you guys came across the... You left the prison, um, went deeper into the mines, discovered just a, a pile of corpses. So that was that was a thing that traumatized Hajime. You then found a production facility where you realized they were making a ridiculous amount of munitions and enemy blackwoods. Uh, you did some investigation. You rescued a man from the the confines of being put into a blackwood. Yeah, and then you you made your way back out, having rescued. Most of the people in the mine met up with a few people from Helix Academy and were rocked by the bombshell of Blueberry not necessarily being who you thought she was. Sound uh, sound about right. Did I miss anything important for you guys? Yeah, sounds all right. All right. So before we get into today's story, we're going to um, we're going to level up, and you guys will be going from five to six because um, you know six is the larger number. You are correct. Let's start with um, Verna, and we'll just see what she wants to go ahead and do.
3: Okay. Uh, so it looks like at level six, I at level six I can either choose to increase one ability score of my choice by two, or I can increase two ability scores by one, or uh, I can use the optional feats rule and not take the ability score increase but take a feat of my choice instead. Um, so having perused the feats previously Um, I think I'm going to choose a feat uh, and I'm going to choose the feat alert which um, says that I gain a plus five bonus to initiative. Uh, I can't be surprised while conscious and other creatures don't gain advantage on attack rolls against me as a result of being unseen by me. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, so that sounds pretty okay. pretty ba so i'm gonna I'm gonna go for that
2: right and then as a reward for rescuing his brother um, you had talked with Warren who was willing to uh, to make modifications and armor for your mech mm-hmm. which uh, what weapon or item did you choose as that modification
3: oh right um, one moment that was that was so many moons ago um,
2: no we don't have any of those anymore
3: <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, okay, so I chose the Ring of the Ram, uh, which is um, uh, attuned to my mech. Uh, so it would it would be something that is um, that is added to the mech only, uh, and it has three charges. Mm-hmm. Um, it regains. You roll to regain the charges at dawn each day. So it's not a matter of rest or not rest, but it's each dawn. Um, so you mm-hmm. roll one d three to. Um, to regain charges. So while you're wearing it, cool. uh, you can use an action, and um, it makes a ranged attack against a creature within 60 feet of you, um, a creature that you can see within 60 feet of you. Uh, so it produces... Mm-hmm. So the... the uh, Taken, taken literally here from the text, it says it produces a spectral ram's head and makes its attack roll with a plus seven bonus uh, on a hit. Right. Um, for each charge you spend, the target takes 2d10 force damage and is pushed five feet away from you. Um, but I think in terms of the, the mech itself, uh, the... Um, the thing that Warren added to my mech is uh, some kind of magnetic slash um, particle energy charge that um, that emanates from maybe one of the arms of the mech or something that, uh, that kind of does that force damage to whatever it is that I'm aiming at. It's
0: right out the middle finger.
3: I love that. that's Canon now <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that all that all sounds good to me. And it's
3: a bird. The shape isn't a ram, it's a bird now. Um. (laughs) oh and one more thing about the the ram's ring which is now going to be called flipping the bird um (laughs) uh, i can also break objects with it so i just have to be able to see it and it has to be within 60 feet um but i can uh i can make a strength check with a plus five bonus and um try to break an object
2: you can't flip the bird. Isabel will be upset.
1: Oh. <laughs> we can't all have bird imagery. <laughs> flip the bird. I don't. All right, I'll figure just, it out.
2: Just see, We just see Verna and Isabel getting into combat, and it's the, the, the uh, Wolverine fastball special just hurling Isabel through the air.
1: <laughs> you are allowed to throw my mech. My mech is only 30 <laughs> feet tall. You're allowed to throw me.
2: You have shrunk. 20 feet since we started this campaign
1: no i was only i was this entire time i i told you i was a small creature (laughs) i've been 30 feet this whole time i promise
2: okay i'm gonna cut you off at the knees it's fine (laughs) i'm gonna make this a the nice even 20 i ain't got no shins are be able to fit through uh through people-sized doors by the end of this game. Eventually,
0: <laughs> eventually it's just uh, eventually, it's just your character with some metal plating duct tape to your body. Honestly, <laughs> making being a, robot noises. Even a mech
1: campaign, wearing power armor is pretty rad.
2: Yeah, fair enough. All right, so let's move on to Hajime. Sure. All right, uh, we're gonna level you up real quick. You're going from five to six as well. Oh yes. So what are we looking at here, buddy?
4: Well, so Hajime, I believe, gets a uh a little bit more proficient with his tools uh, i get to add double proficiency to all of my tool checks from here on out and uh, you okay.
0: get another infusion
4: oh do i you yeah do. yeah you do oh i get two new infusions and one new item infused nice all right then i'll figure that out because that's a lot mm-hmm. um lovely let's see here because i've got uh, enhanced defense the goggles of night and the uh, I when we leveled up from four to five, I got the Moon Touch Longsword, or Greatsword, which I still haven't in game made yet. Uh, but let's see here. That's fine. That that Moon-Touched
2: Greatsword was the one that um, Warren was gonna be making for you guys.
4: Oh, I had picked up As a like, set of plate thanks to wa- or half plate thanks to Warren, so I could have a little bit more defense on my. Oh mac. yeah,
0: the the Moon Touch is one oh. of his uh, Artificer things.
4: Yeah. Oh, very So I can can just make that, and I was... uh, Originally, I was going to make it out of the female mech, but uh, knowing who that was now, I (laughs) I just used the other bits and pieces. Um, Mm -hmm. Let's see here. Ooh, yes. The Mind Sharpener. Fantastic little robe or or band. Whichever one I want to do, I'll do a band. Uh, It can uh, give me uh, advantage on all my concentration checks for spells and let's grab the other one here yeah that's fine so once that's uh, all said and done then that's about all I get
2: alright I mean that all sounds uh, sounds pretty good to me uh, let's go to Isabel then what, uh, what's my little bird friend doing today
1: uh, since I am a barbarian when I go to level uh, no, 6 no 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 you're a birdbarian you're correct I am I don't have an argument for that one. Mm-hmm. Um, at level six, I get my, su- I get a subclass feature. Okay. So I get the storm soul ability. And uh, since I've been doing the, I think I've been doing, I've been doing the sea aura for the lightning stuff. Yeah. So I get resistance to lightning damage. I, can, I the, My mech can breathe underwater and also kind of swim speed of 30 feet. We're in a desert right now. That's not as effective right now, but my bird can swim.
2: Well, you're in a, I mean, desert is a loose term. You were in what used to be a desert, and then it's been raining for six years, five years, four That's years. That's a good point. However, however long our time jump was
1: at the beginning of this. Yeah, I get, so I have uh, resistance, I have, I have those resistances. Yeah. I have that resistance, I can breathe underwater, I can swim, and my hit points is now uh, 65.
2: Ooh, fancy. I have more hit points yep. than the barbarian. Yeah. When you leveled up, when you when Warren gave you that item, what did you end up picking up?
1: Uh, I had Warren build the Gauntlets of Flaming Fury, at least like in-game mechanics. Sure. Uh, when my mech is equipped with these uh, steel gauntlets, any non-magical weapon I grasp uh, is treated as magical, which I don't know how you're going to what you could do for... Which, I don't know if that matters because we don't have magic, but, you know. And as a bonus action, I can cause the gauntlets to light my weapon on fire, and it'll do a extra 1d6 fire damage on hit. Awesome. And the flames continue until I either sheath the weapon or put it away. Alright. And it's a once-a-dawn ability. Once-per-dawn ability.
2: Very nice. Uh, and as the DM, I am also leveling up, and... I don't know, I'm more god now. Wow. Even more god than usual. Yeah. So I believe that's everybody that went through things. Uh or maybe not, because I totally did not talk to Achilles. Definitely did not. Uh yeah, no, I'm sorry. I somehow I went yeah.
0: Mine is a little rinse and repeat because I'm also an artificer. Right. Uh so I get some extra infusions. Um for my artificer items, uh, so mm-hmm. I'll be grabbing a Wand of Secrets, which will be basically kind of a scanner that'll be attached to the mech if I decide to make it. Uh, and the Spell Refueling Ring, which will just be kind of a, a power cell that'll let me charge some of my abilities again. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, Tool Expertise, which gives me double proficiency in any, any ability check uh, that uses a proficient tool. And for hit points, I managed to roll as a max dice, so I'm sitting at uh, a cool 78 hit points. Wow.
2: Uh, yeah, that's that's fantastic. I now know who to target first. Yeah, well,
0: you know. I inadvertently made myself very tanky.
2: Uh, it's You're probably going to need it. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, everything will be fine, I'm sure.
0: Oh, and the the item I picked up, uh, or the, the reward... Uh, is the Vicious Revolver for my mech. Uh, when I roll a nat 20 on an attack roll, uh, the target takes an extra 7 piercing damage.
2: Awesome. But uh, That sounds great to me. Okay. Um, does anybody else have anything to do before uh, we... I think I, I'm good. Y'all good?
4: Yeah, I'm good. I'm good too. I'm just picking a spell. I'll be fine.
2: Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, good enough. All right, so now we're uh, we're going to pick up, now that we've done our leveling and, and all that fun stuff uh, for you guys at home, uh, we are in the hangar of the mine. Uh, you guys have just rescued people. It's been a few hours since you guys got back to the surface. You haven't really talked to anybody other than that brief interaction when you all decided to go your separate ways because you're stressed and, and whatnot. So yeah, we'll pick up around nightfall in the hangar where there's like a makeshift medical tent has been set up, and it seems like... It seems like the Helix troops are going to be settling here for a while. So, in the office, the the building that you guys first went through in the hangar, um, Commander Woodrow's there, um, Blueberry, Allenby, who is significantly injured, um, just looking at her. Um, there's uh, there's some, some makeshift tents and, and, like, cots and stuff set up right inside the main door there. Um... A few vehicles are parked outside. Most of them have been brought in just to, to, like, hide your numbers and stuff like that. And, of course, you have your Blackwoods. Uh, Thomas has been moved to the infirmary, uh, Hajime, just so you're aware, because that seems like something that you would be interested in. And is Bunny still in your grenade
4: pouch? No. Uh, after the cutoff, Bunny has been taken out and set up in the... in wherever they tell him to set her up at. Uh, okay. Along with the black box from the Bunny Mac.
2: Cool. Um, so you have your own little. They set you up with a like corner to use as a as a makeshift workshop kind of thing.
4: I'll steal tables if I have to.
2: Back in like one of the one of the spare vehicle bays. So what would you guys like to be doing? Uh, I think Achilles
0: is uh, currently stringing a hammock between the legs of his uh, Blackwood. Okay. Because uh, that seems comfier than sleeping on the ground or you know a military cot
2: you're probably not wrong i've slept in one of those they're not great same they're terrible facts man uh verna how about you
3: uh well i guess since it seems like we're kind of making camp here for now um verna's gonna go ahead and i probably just roll out her her bedroll She's got um a padded seat in her mech that uh she she got some stuff from the housing department to to uh brighten up her mech a little bit. So she actually can take the pad from that seat and, and use it as a little cushion, uh get a get a little bit better of a night's rest. Uh she doesn't have a fancy hammock like Achilles does, but uh that's all right. Um so she's just going to set that up and um probably try to get a little rest.
2: All right.
1: Uh, Isabel, how about you? Uh is it, like, how long have you been here since, how long has it been since we, uh, set up?
2: Uh, you guys invaded around noon. Well, I say invaded, but, like, you had that, that desert fight around noon, and it is now about nine-ish. Oh, okay. Yeah. You've had a you've had a full day.
1: Yeah. I- Isabel wants to go on a little walk, you know, call it patrol, just to clear her thoughts. Clear her head before she can ne- bunk down.
2: Okay, um... You going out in the Blackwood or you going out on foot? She's going out on foot. All right. That's, we'll, we'll let the, the little anime girl wander into the desert alone. Wolverine attack. <laughs> What's the worst that could happen?
1: Hey, I'm not going that far. Does anybody know
2: the stats for a kangaroo? <laughs> <laughs>
1: If I get kangarooed to death, I, I deserved it. You
2: know what? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's that's fine. A noble <laughs> end.
1: Yeah, that's how I want to go. That's fine.
2: We'll wander, we'll wander you out into the desert then, um, just like through the front door, through into that little like that sort of alcove of the rocks where the the mine was built in. Yeah. Yeah. She's
1: thinking about the day. It's been a long day.
2: Yeah. It has been a long day. So as you wander, the the rain's still coming down, but it seems to be lighter than than usual. I mean, not it's not stopped, but it's you're not it's not a torrential downpour at the moment you see the the pool of oil from the earlier fight just kind of running off into the desert as it's slowly washed away um Bunny's mech which you've now been able to to ascertain is the the red one that you guys fought it's laying there um there is a barrier set up around it by by some of the remaining helix forces though so, they're not it's not really it's it's windy. There's there's some storm stuff going on. Um, thunder sounds distant. It's not like you're not getting crashed by lightning or anything like that.
1: It's dramatic as hell out here. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's the end of the world. Everything's going to be dramatic. Yeah,
3: And I'm sorry. Maybe you already said this. Um, the survivors that we that we rescued are they? They're back in town now. Like they got transported. No, they're
2: back? all they're all staying here. They're all with us. Okay, moment. got you.
3: Okay.
2: Yeah. So so yeah. What's uh. What you thinking about while well, you're outside? <laughs> we killed one of our allies. You did kill an ally. Yeah. You didn't know it at the time. Didn't know it, but it doesn't make it feel better. No, well, I can't imagine that it would.
1: No, oh. and we were excited about it at the time.
2: Yeah, you guys were—you uh, were big heroes. Yeah. But you didn't know.
1: That I mean, sucks. there was
2: there was no way you could know her mech was heavily modified and didn't exactly look the same. It's not like she spoke to you, at least in any way that you could understand. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's just kind of yeah. what you're thinking about as you that's, wander through that's the desert. Kind
1: of, that's the train of thought she's on, yeah. No,
2: oh. it's gonna be all right. You yeah. will commit much worse murders as time goes on, I'm sure.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: All right, um, Achilles, you're going to bed. Yeah, unless somebody needs me for something. All right. They'll, uh, you know, there'll be a meeting in the morning, kind of thing. But for right now, it's just kind of, you had a day. Ferna, um, you're also going to sleep.
3: Uh, yeah, do we have, like, a watch set up or anything? Like, do we need to be, um, you know, uh, You
2: are in a, at this point, you're basically in, like, a fortified military encampment. You're okay. You don't have okay. to worry about keeping watch.
3: Gotcha. Well, then, yeah, I think uh, I think for Verna the best thing is going to be to uh, let her subconscious brain work on this these feelings. <laughs>
2: okay. Um, then why don't, if you're going to sleep and Achilles is going to sleep, why don't you each give me a D20 roll? Okie dokie. Ominous.
3: Sixteen.
0: If this all is right, about, if, um, if this is about regret. Achilles feels none. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, all right.
2: All right. So at sixteen, you don't really have the. You go to sleep. You toss and turn a little bit. Um, you don't really. You don't really have any dreams about like you know the the existential dread of accidentally killing a friend or comrade or anything like that. Um, the same goes for that seventeen that you rolled, Achilles. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. So, you know just the the mind working on you as you go to sleep
3: and what we learned about blueberry and all that
2: uh yeah you guys haven't really talked to her other than that that brief interaction at the end mm-hmm. so all right um hajime cuz i feel like you're going to be the most interesting one here what uh, <laughs> what you <laughs> that's doing that's <mean. laughs> me now you're you're unique you're special Roll for alcoholism
4: you- <laughs> <laughs> hajime is Hajime is, like, two steps away from picking up some kind of illicit substance. But um, I think uh, I think once he's got that little workstation, uh, he's set up to do things, but he is just, like, more focused on how everything played out. Because Hajime okay. did not like the fact that uh, this did not go well. Yeah, this did not go well at all. Hajime, okay. being a bit of a perfectionist, is, like, really kicking himself the most. He's like, everybody did what they were supposed to do. But I should have seen this. I should have, like, he's just sitting there staring at his dog who is off right now because battery.
2: (laughs) Right. It's solar powered and there hasn't been sun in decades. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I got you.
4: No, Hajime is, like, spending the rest of the day noon evening. He doesn't even cook. He's eating the crappy trail rations. He's... Oh, wow. That's stirred up by this. Oh. And, uh, yeah, he's gonna plan all night you're not gonna go to sleep nope right. I'll, t- no, I'll take no that point dreams. of exhaustion it's fine yeah.
2: there right. no bad dreams
4: for you then all
2: right um Isabel you already had your moment of existential crisis so I'm not worried about making you roll
1: for existential crisis yeah I, d- I did it voluntarily <laughs> there, there. oh no. you need a no, little trauma I mean just a, just a bit I mean this yeah. was this was a
2: this was a day
1: Isabel will come back looking hunky-dory like nothing happened. just need to have her moment in the woods or the desert because not in the woods Mm
2: -hmm. yeah pretty much alright uh then we will fast forward till morning unless anybody has anything they need to do which I don't think so I think we covered everyone
4: uh since this is technically a uh an evening uh, I'm going to spend the time to make um make the new infusion I got so I have uh something called the boots of elven kind so my uh, stealth's not that bad
0: oh look at you getting
2: stealthier <laughs> I just like I would just like to assume that he was melting down tires of all the vehicles that he found in this facility oh, and just 100% like super
0: and just like super gluing them to the bottom he made him yeah he made his mecha pair of air jordans <laughs> yeah I love it I
2: love it it's great no pumps <laughs> love it that's yeah that's exactly what I pictured alright um that works for me so then, like I said, we'll we'll speed run to the morning then. Um, you guys have your breakfast. It's a, I wouldn't say somber mood in the place, but like, nobody's excited to be here. You've noticed that there's not as many people uh, from Helix as you thought there would be. Um, and the ones that are here seem to be injured, uh, at least to some extent. Some worse than others. Um, Allenby is missing an arm. Jeez. Oh, um... You guys haven't had a had a chance to talk, but but in a few hours they'll be they'll be gathering Woodrow and Blueberry and Allenby and pretty much you guys. You're you're what's left of like the top brass. Even uh, even Captain Argo has been has been he's missing and presumed dead. Unfortunate. So yeah, unless anybody has anything they need to do in the morning, we'll go to that meeting. Uh, only
0: thing is uh, Achilles is going to. Hook up a fun little new piece of tech uh, to the chest of his mech, um, kind of like right above where the where the the quote unquote uh, windshield is, and it is a like a small spring loaded like trapdoor module uh, that uh, you see him packing this weird like Kevlar mesh into. Um, okay. And I'm going to be making the Medal of the Horizon back item, uh, which, as a reaction to taking damage, um, I can deploy the Medal of the Horizon back, increasing my AC by five until the start of my next turn.
2: Awesome! Um, Very cool.
0: Yeah, it's kind of it's a once and done item, so it's it's something I either need to make another one of every you know after. It's used right. or, you know, switched to something else, but... So, yeah. Right, gonna, it's
2: a deployable parachute shield. Yeah, basically. All right. Well, it works for me. All right. So, you guys are... You guys kind of convened for this meeting in the in the offices there. Um, and it's Commander Woodrow and Blueberry sitting there, and Allen B. is just... She's bandaged up. She's, you know, cut off at the shoulder. Um, looks like she's having a, a rough time. So... Let's uh, get them out commander.
4: of the let's get them out of the way out uh, above the table. Uh what side is her arm missing? Uh she is missing her left arm. So she's alright. Okay. Alright, I'm glad you got it out of the way. Uh, you're, you're I had tr- to. I knew it I was gonna close at some point.
2: I was trying to avoid
1: that. I really was. I'm I'm glad the joke was made off the table. It's better to rip the bandage off quick. It's better Pat says it than Hajime says it. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
4: true.
2: Alright, so um, as you guys are in here, Commander Woodrow, he he asks you guys to to have a seat. Let me let me introduce you guys to, to General Blue. Technically she's not here. She has a she has a story to tell you guys. And um Blueberry, she's looking she's just looking crestfallen. She's not the the typical bubbly self that you guys have come to know over this uh, over your years at the Academy and whatnot. So about a decade ago, I, uh, I, was, I was a very different person. My name was is General Blue, and I was, I was in charge of one of our expeditions to colonize a new planet. As you know, we don't colonize planets that have sentient life on it. Animals, fish, things of that nature, we're fine with. But if there's an advanced species on there, we don't, we don't touch them. I was under orders by my commanding officers to lay siege to the small group of people that were living on this planet because we were running out of space. You can tell just by looking around you that this planet has seen better days with or without the, the explosion that, that happened and took out our moon. The, the planet was not going to last terribly long. Within your lifetime, this would have been a dead world, and we needed some place to get as many people to as we could. I led I led this terrible invasion we we killed indiscriminately until there was very little left and when I looked over this planet I I was not happy with what I've done commander Woodrow a dear friend of mine helped me go into hiding as you know your friendly mechanic and and vehicle driver here this war this invasion the death of your friend bunny this was my fault they're here because they tracked our ship they tracked my ship i don't i don't know what to do from here i've i've given up my my role of being in charge of anything i'm truly sorry for what my actions have have brought upon us we have to turn these guys back. I know more bloodshed is not the answer, but now they're on our home and we don't have a choice and and with that she just kind of drops her head and and um just looks totally defeated
3: well blue um, I guess general blue um,
2: just just blueberries fine I've <laughs> like I said I'm not I'm not a general anymore.
3: We've all got some skeletons in our closet, and uh, this group especially, after everything with Bunny, I think we all know what it's like to be lost and not know, uh, I guess, regret what you've done, even though we didn't really know. But I I guess I'm just trying to say I didn't know your past through the years at the Academy. Uh, I really, I really have enjoyed getting to know you and uh, maybe from here on out, (laughs) fewer secrets. And uh, we can fight this thing together.
2: I didn't want to keep secrets. I'm just ashamed of what I did. Following orders is no excuse for, for the genocide that I committed.
3: Mm. And there's papers written on that, I'm sure.
2: Uh, And with that, Commander Woodrow kind of clears his throat. Um, I I bet you guys are wondering why why we're all here. Uh, You might have heard rumblings in the camp. Four days ago, we were attacked by two Blackwoods of unknown origin, but they fought like Alpha Squad. They came in, they took out our defenses like they were nothing they blew holes in, in the walls. They, they shot up the, the cadets. I held them off as long as I could. I think I took out one of them. What you see here, we're all this left of, of Helix, and I think they're coming for us. They know we've taken back this facility, and it's only a matter of time before they come knocking at our door again.
3: Everyone's gone.
2: What you see outside, that's all this left of Helix. We are cut off at the moment. We have no means of, we have no, no support coming. You are our front lines. You are our only line. We're going to be taking this base. They have a production facility downstairs. Uh, Hajime, if you can maybe help some of the, some of the survivors start getting munitions and whatnot built up. We have a few of the military vehicles you saw parked out in the garage. We need to make this our new stronghold to defend what's left of us and to potentially take the fight to them once we're ready.
1: Well folks, there you have it. Finally, the truth is all out on the table and that's where we're going to leave off for this episode of Mechanical Rain. I know this episode was a little bit shorter than usual, but my word, I think that's enough to handle for one week. (laughs) As always, thanks so much for listening. Make sure to leave a like and subscribe at Storm Gaming Alliance on YouTube. And feel free to leave a comment. We always love hearing from everyone. And appreciate the feedback so far. If you're already listening on YouTube, well, why not listen to Mechanical Rain on the go? You can find the show on Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify and pretty much wherever else you get your podcasts. And on behalf of the entire Mechanical Rain crew, thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next Tuesday for a new episode of Mechanical Rain.
0: Achilles is visibly unhappy for more than the obvious reasons of, you know, we're fucked.